Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you are blessed by today's sermon. Well, good morning. And I'm going to start out with a question today. Have you ever heard of the term right fighter? Have you guys ever heard of that right fighter? Well, I'm going to tell you. Then. <laughs> um, a right fighter is a person who's so focused on winning an argument on being right that they don't care who they hurt along the way as long as they prove their point. That's a right fighter. Now, a right fighter sort of takes a scorched earth approach to arguments. Once I counseled a married couple who argued all the time. In one session, they were arguing over some little thing and I kept going back and forth with them like a tennis match. And uh, I finally asked the husband, why is this so important to you? And he said, I'm right about this and I know it. Isn't it important to be right? And I told him that being right is important, but it's not the only important thing. In relationships, it's also important to be loving. Um, he refused to relent. And so um, I finally suggested that he consider this, which is more important to you, being right or being married? <laughs> this question began the process of change for that couple. The gospel passage in Matthew 15 reminded me of that story. In the passage, a Canaanite woman came to Jesus seeking help for her daughter. A little background is helpful here, I think, about the Canaanites. Remember, uh, when God made a promise to Abraham, early in the book of Genesis, the promise was that he would give him a land. He would make, a, make him a people, a great nation, and give him a land, the promised land, the land of Canaan. And then... Years passed, and the people were in bondage in Egypt, and Moses led them out right up to the edge of the promised land, and then Moses died. And after that, God raised up Joshua to be the general of the army of God and to lead them into the promised land. And God told him to take his people into the land. He gave him very specific, specific uh, instructions to totally wipe out the Canaanites, totally clear the land and possess it. Uh, the problem was, was that they didn't totally obey God in that whole situation. And they kind of partially obeyed God. And, you know, with God, partial obedience is the same thing as disobedience. And so in time, the people of Israel then began to intermarry with these uh, Canaanite people who were left in the land because of Israel's disobedience. And these Gentile pagan worshiping Canaanites were called by the Jewish people were called dogs. They called them Gentile dogs. And they were the enemies of Israel. They began to blend their pagan religions in with the, with the true faith of the Hebrew people and in disobedience to God, these Canaanite and blended people were called unclean, unclean. They became hated by Israel. 
and they were to be avoided at all costs. In fact, if you even came in contact with one of them or had them in your house, you were considered unclean. So this Canaanite woman came to Jesus for help for her daughter. And Jesus would have been right to send her away. His disciples begged him to send her away. Custom, tradition, and scripture all said that it would have been all right for him. Actually, it would have been right for him to do so. But Jesus took the opportunity to teach everyone there and to teach all of us here today a very important lesson. Sometimes it's more important to be loving than it is to be right. The woman didn't deserve mercy for her daughter, but Jesus gave it anyway, and he healed her daughter. Sometimes being loving is more important than being right. Isn't that the basic definition of the grace of God? I wish that I could tell you that because God has been so gracious to us that now we are all gracious to each other all the time. That's our calling, but we fall so short all the time. Yes, right fighters are still alive and still well today. You see it in this culture that we live in now, especially some people call it a cancel culture. Um, if you have a different opinion than anyone that, especially the popular opinions that are popular, and if you disagree with that, then you're out or you're boycotted, you're canceled. If you said something stupid in your life, even like 20 years ago, no matter how you've lived your life since that point, if people hear it, then you're out or you're fired, you're canceled. In politics, there are no real conversations these days. There's only, I'm right and you're wrong. Politicians are so focused on being right, they forget about caring about the people that they're called to serve. You know, right fighters are not too hard to spot. They're the people who see themselves as the experts in right and wrong all the time. Another word to describe a right fighter is a perfectionist. They hold themselves to an impossible standard and because they hold themselves to it, they hold all the people around them to that same impossible standard. They're always frustrated because why? Because nothing's ever perfect and no one's ever perfect, even though they expect them to be. Their friendships, relationships, jobs, never last very long because they reject anyone who lets them down or disappoints them. In other words, anyone who isn't perfect. And eventually, they reject so many imperfect people and places that they're alone and isolated and they become angry and bitter people. And their bitterness becomes like glasses that they put on that they see the world through. They go out looking for the bad in people and they're sure to find it if they look for it. The only antidote or cure for, for the downward spiral of perfectionism is the life-changing grace of God that comes through faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. In Jesus, God gives us a whole new way of living, whole new way of outlook on the world. Not through being perfect, rather, but as forgiven, imperfect people 
who have a new way to live in an imperfect world. All held together by the accepting, forgiving grace of God. A forgiven person is a person that can become a forgiving person. A forgiven person can have friends with imperfect people because that's really all we have to choose from anyway, isn't it? Imperfect people. A person who's been accepted by God doesn't always have to argue the right, but can become more accepting of those with different opinions because that person themselves has been accepted by God. And a person who receives grace can become a gracious person. And a person who gives and receives the grace of God on a regular basis, this is a person who has joy. And people are drawn to those people. You know, in the story of the Canaanite woman, Jesus could have sent her away. He would have been right to do so. The disciples would have backed him up. The religious leaders probably would have been high-fiving themselves if Jesus did it. They would have had no problem in him rejecting a Gentile dog, as they call them. Jesus could have gone this way, but instead he chose what the Bible calls the more excellent way. The more excellent way. The way of love, the way of grace, the way of his gracious, redeeming love. Aren't you glad that he did? I mean, his love for you isn't dependent on, upon you being perfect or sinless. Instead, today he accepts you just like you are. By faith, you're accepted, forgiven, and a beloved child of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he sends you out into the world to be gracious, accepting, and forgiving people. To share his message. To share what he's done for you with other people who so desperately need that grace today. You know, it's so easy to get caught up in the contentious, judgmental culture these days and become angry and frustrated and bitter. And if you feel that happening to you, maybe it's time to call a spiritual timeout on yourself so that you can kind of do an inventory. Remember who you are. Remember whose you are and what Jesus has done for you. Accepted, forgiven, and loved. The Canaanite woman didn't, didn't deserve it, but Jesus gave it to her. His love and forgiveness and his healing for her daughter. We don't deserve it either, but Jesus accepts and forgives us and loves us too through our faith in him. So today in Thanksgiving, for all his grace for us, maybe it's time we remembered. Sometimes it's more important to be loving than it is to be right. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.